everybody is the world's favorite reconstructionist from crash tech eric brown and phil rally and you are listening to the number one show designed specifically for attorneys expert crash investigators police officers and anybody else involved in the investigation negotiation and litigation of motor vehicle crashes today's episode number 46 it's showtime with special guest appearances from the guys from p cars so buckle up here we go Before I finish this intro, another life will be lost to a vehicle crash, and the $500 billion economic impact of vehicle crashes will only keep growing. Are you an attorney, expert witness, police officer, or insurance adjuster in charge of negotiating, investigating, or litigating vehicle collision cases? If so, then you're in the right place. The Expert Angle podcast was created for you because we believe that the industry must evolve, grow, and get better daily. And the only way to do that is by building the best team of experts possible to ensure that these crashes are handled efficiently, accurately, and honestly in order to get justice for the victims. We're Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and this is The Expert Angle. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This episode of the Expert Angle podcast is brought to you by Virtual Crash Accident Reconstruction Software. If you are tired of having to purchase, upkeep, and run multiple programs during an investigation, Virtual Crash is the cure. With Virtual Crash, you can build 3D environments using your actual scene data. You can simulate, animate, and create awesome visuals. You can also use the new momentum analysis tool for vehicle motion. Basically, Virtual Crash is the complete accident reconstruction software solution. Solution. Visit vcrashusa.com today to download your free trial or schedule a live one-on-one demonstration. All right, guys, here we are back from break, and we have a really, really, really special treat for you. Uh, the most exciting news, Phil's not in this episode, so everybody can applaud and cheer <laughs> for that one. Uh, instead, we brought in a special guest host uh, who has been on before. So, Steve, I'm going to I'm going to designate you as oh, our I special get- guest host. How about that? All right, I'm moving up in the world. I like that. That way, that way, Greg and Mark can send you some some shade later on, some hate mail and everything. And uh, yeah, they already do that, so it's okay. Yeah, so uh, super special show for you guys. Uh, you know, thanks for sticking with us during the break. Uh, we are back from break. We got a bunch of brand new episodes coming out. We've got uh, Andy Rich coming up, John Daly coming up. Uh, we have a bunch of great episodes that we've been report uh, recording while we've been off. If you are watching the episode on YouTube, don't mind the construction materials in my background. The gym is finally going in on the other side of that door over there so that I'm not fat. Um, So, you know, it's a work in progress. It's going. But, uh, you know, hey. So uh, our episode today, as you guys noticed, uh, if you again, if you're watching on YouTube, Phil is not here. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the start of the school year is kicking back off. And, you know, as, as most people know, Phil's a school resource officer for his full time job. And after the Uvalde shooting, uh, as everybody knows, there's some heightened scrutiny for school resource officers. So he is dealing with all of that. But he will be back with us here in a few weeks, hopefully uh, live on the episodes for everybody. So in the meantime, Uh, I brought some better entertainment and I brought the guys from Pennsylvania State Police over here because as we get closer and closer to fall, I think everybody around the country knows what that means. It is time for the PSP conference. However, there's no PSP conference this year. We just got word it's been canceled. Oh, man, that's horrible. So. Steve or, or Greg, somebody or, or or Mark, I don't know who's who's the who's the guy right. Greg, you've always been in charge of the the PSP conference. Yeah, he's got long more longevity than I do. 
Okay. So Greg, I'll tell you what, we're going to turn it over to you and let everybody know what is going on this year, because I'm not going to lie. And we've said it before on this show, the PSP conference hands down is the best conference that is put on in this country every year for crash reconstructionist. I will uh, go out on a limb and say that uh, I've been to your guys's conference almost every single year uh, for the last decade. And I'm telling you, I, I look forward to it every fall. The speakers that are there, the crash tests that are there, the camaraderie that goes on, just everything about it is fan-freaking-tastic. I'm telling you, it is the number one conference. And if you guys are listening to this and haven't been there, this is the year you need to go. Um, But as I stated, PSP is not doing the conference. So what is going on this year? What are we going to do? How are we going to get this invaluable content out here to the masses so that everybody knows? Well, we're we're still going to make it happen. So... PSP due to COVID and inflation and and who knows what else, several several different factors. PSP has some severe budgetary issues and they have basically postponed all training, not just the PSP reconstruction seminar. So we are uh, improvising and adapting and overcoming. And PCARS, who's the Pennsylvania Collision Analysis and Reconstruction Society, we've been supporting sort of hand-in-hand hand to a certain extent with PSP for several years now, many years now, PCARS is going to step up and host the seminar. Uh, we've been fortunate that we've had some people come forward and make some donations to cover some of the expenses. And the, the unfortunate news is we have to charge a registration fee, which we've never done before. We've had PSP support and some other people have helped us out through the years. Uh, we just couldn't figure out a way to make it happen this year without a registration fee. But $99 for three days isn't a bad deal, I don't think. You know, uh, and and real quick, let me just hop in just so that nobody on here sends any kind of shade towards uh, your guys' agency. Um, you know, for, for guys that might be in different states or in different countries that, that may venture over this way, who knows? Um, you know, budgets are just tight because of COVID. So that's understandable. Being from Ohio, it's hard to come to the defense of Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, we're kind of rivals on every level with with OSU and and uh, who's who's your guys? Is it Penn State or or Crab oh State or something? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, and uh, you know, obviously the Browns and the Steelers. So it uh, you know, but I will come to your guys' defense on that. Every state, every municipality, as you guys know, is just hurting. Um, so that that's not unreasonable, uh, and you know, so the the fact that PCAR stepped up is huge. And the registration fee, I'm I'm telling everybody, don't even worry about it. Not, best 99 bucks you're ever going to spend in your life. Uh, they're right. And, and as we go through the show, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the content you guys have planned so that they will see the value. Um, but, uh, you know, for anybody that, that has been to these conferences, Rex is going to charge a, a fee. And uh, back when uh, the ARC Network used to have their conference out in Vegas and they, they charged a fee. Everybody charges a fee. It is what it is, guys. Uh, you know, that's how groups like this are able to get the amount of quality content that they are out here to the masses. Um, so yeah, make sure that we're still supporting these guys this year, because this is going to be a heck of a conference. Uh, I know that you guys don't do anything small scale. So, uh, but yeah, so let, let's dive in here just real quick and talk a little bit about PCARS because as this is going to be the new conference, uh, is, is PCARS, this is a, uh, kind of like for the Ohio officers that listen, this is like Otara, I'm guessing for us. Um, so this is, this is not a, uh, for-profit company that's coming in here. This is, this is basically your collection of your reconstructionists in Pennsylvania. 
right? We're a, we're a nonprofit association like Otara, NAPARS, you know, all the, all the different associations. The registration fee goes directly back into the conference where we do not make any money. We don't take any salary. It's a nonprofit. Perfect. Okay. And, and so how long has PCARS been around? Uh, you guys have been around for, for quite a while. I think for longer than Otara even, I think. You remember Pez 12 years, maybe something like that? Yeah, it's probably uh, where, where PCARS finally started coming. I'm looking through my notes here now. Because uh, we've had that great since before 2016. I know that. So and while he's looking for that, what are, what are these Browns that you're talking of? You have professional football in Ohio? No, uh-uh. we don't actually. It's a farming team for OSU, just in case they decide to go back to college and get some education. <laughs> So we're just we're hoping that uh, the OSU does better this year. Uh, last year was rough, but you know, hey, it's Ryan Day's first real attempt at uh, at being the head coach. So uh, you know, we'll we'll see how we do this year. Hopefully, good. Uh, so let's talk about location and dates for this conference, though. So we are not in Gettysburg, and we are not in State College because that was my main objection: is I can't set foot on State College. Um, but, uh, cause that weird Nittany lion thing just keeps roaring all throughout the night and it's super annoying. Uh, you know, and then I got to go outside and yell OHIO and it just becomes this whole thing, this whole ordeal. So where are we at this year, guys? What, what, uh, what kind of venue do you have in, in store for us? We're in Erie, Pennsylvania. All right. And we're at in Erie. So Erie's a pretty good city. Um, lots to do. My, my, actually my best friend in the whole world is a, uh, Erie police officer. He's Erie a is a good city. unit. A lot of people don't realize that Erie is a nice little city uh, in the summer, which is July. Uh, <laughs> Before the snow comes. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it really is a really nice location. So we were searching different locations in the Bayfront Convention Center and the two attached hotels just made us a far better deal than anyone else. We, we you know, we're trying to do this on a PCARS budget and a couple of donations without PSP money. So we kind of had to take the best deal and, and Erie was the best deal. And it's unfortunate for some guys from the from the eastern shore, it's a longer drive, but trust me, it, look it up on the internet. It's a beautiful location. It's literally right on Lake Erie, the convention center. There's okay. a Sheridan Hotel on one side. There's a Courtyard Marriott on the other side. They're both connected to the convention center. It's going to be a, a really nice facility. Maybe yeah, and, there's an ideal and there's tons to some. do in Erie. So there that's is. kind of a nice thing too. Yep. Now, end of October, probably not ideal. It's not summertime in Erie, but it's still going to be nice. We could have a nice warm week, and it's a the facility is is very very nice. I think it's ten or twelve years old. It looks like it's three years old. I visited. It's it's very very nice. Awesome. So uh, every year you guys do live crash testing, or do we got the team coming down that's going to put on the oh, yeah. live crashes? Yep, Brad Muir's team as usual. Uh, we're probably going to do two crash tests in the parking lot if it's big enough. If not, we're going to go to Waldemere, which is about, a, I don't know, five miles down the road. It's an amusement park with a big lot. And then I believe I've heard there's a plan since we're right at Lake Erie. We thought we'd try to take advantage of the fact that we have a lake and we're probably going to roll or very possibly launch a car into the lake. I love it. That's going to be exciting. I, yep. As long as the EPA signs off on that. That's always been our headache in Ohio is you can't get them to sign off on putting a yep. car into water because of the fluids. Yeah, so we have a record service up there. It's uh, I think it's one of the Erie police officers' family, and they're going to drain all the the fluids and and try our best to get the clearances for all that, so we can do that. 
Awesome. And actually, you know, well, I've got you guys on here because I, I know one of the listeners here is, is for a, a, a neighboring department to mine. And we're working a crash with them. And this is actually the third time this year that we've had a car versus roll off container dumpster. And so in, in this crash that we just had, actually, uh, we're going to treat it as an inline momentum problem. So let's actually talk about some recon stuff here live on the podcast. That'll be kind of fun. So we're treating this as an inline momentum problem, right? Because you have a dumpster that for all intents and purposes is stopped. So it's a stopped unit, but it's got those metal roller wheels on the bottom, not rubber, um, you know, and not car axles, but they do roll. Uh, and so the car hit it and sent the dumpster, a 20 yard roll off container that was fully loaded, weighs 10,000 pounds, uh, sent it like 60 feet down the road, rotating. And the car went after impact, a city block while rotating with the whole passenger side sheared off and ended up in the next intersection down. So like a hundred and 160 feet, 170 feet, something like that. Um, but trying to get a drag factor. For one of those roll-off containers after impact of what it takes to get that thing rolling and the amount of friction that it has for a post-impact drag factor, if you guys have any connections, because if anybody does, it's going to be you guys, uh, for a company that would bring out a roll-off container, if we could smash a car into it and, and see if we could measure the drag factor on that roll-off container, that would that would actually really help in a criminal prosecution case that we have coming up here in Ohio if you guys want to help us out. What we did, boy, many years ago, it might have been one of the, that was before the first seminar. Um, I actually was teaching a class, and for whatever reason, I don't know, well, I do know, uh, Corporal on the job's son was working at a crane company. And I said, hey, what do you think the chances are he could bring a crane out to the class one day? So he called him. He said, yeah, what day you want it there? So we actually dragged a couple of cars with the crane, wheels locked, wheels not locked, and compared them to the dreaded drag sled back yeah. in the day. <laughs> but my suggestion to you, what we did back then, we used a crane and we went to a foundry and we got a large scale that would measure up to, I forget what, 20,000 pounds or something and use that like a drag sled. Yeah, uh, You may want to you know, try to get some heavy wrecker truck, go to a foundry or somewhere and get a very heavy duty scale that'll measure that much and drag the, the dumpster. Well, you know, and so uh, funny enough, actually, we, we thought about that and we also thought about because... Uh, all the municipalities involved obviously don't have the money to to fund any kind of testing. It is what it is. Uh, but, you know, my other thought was if we had something that we could push the dumpster up to speed and we know what speed it's at and then disengage the car from it that's pushing it or the truck or whatnot and then measure, you know, with a radar or something like that and, and measure the distance it takes to come to a stop. And you could actually almost do like a, a, a uh, uh, you know, skid test, basically. So I don't know, another another idea. But, you know, I was just thinking, if you guys are looking for crash test ideas, let me just throw my hat in the ring there and suggest that one. Uh, so uh, let's talk about those. So, we, so we've got some crash tests coming up. Uh, can you guys tell us anything about the speakers that are going to be coming up? Who do you have? Anybody good? Can't tell you. <laughs> All right. So we have the mayor of Reconville, Wade Bartlett, is coming down. Uh, oh, Nice. Yeah, Wade has been down several times. We've missed him for a few years here, and, and the COVID issue was was hard, but Wade's coming down again. Uh, I'm not sure his topic yet. We're debating on a few things. Uh, we are sort of evaluating the location that we have and one or two opportunities that we have this year that we haven't in the past, and Wade might sort of tailor his topic to 
what we may be able to do with the facility there. Uh, someone that you just mentioned, we have Andy Rich coming over from Ohio. I think he's going to talk about multiple departure momentum and his one cats. other cat. Uh, you know he's going to talk about his cats. Well, of course, he's a cat guy, but yeah, I mean, he's he's still okay. Yeah, we'll let it go. <laughs> we have uh, Bill Fauché coming up from North Carolina now, formerly out of California. He was up uh, probably five years ago, and he did a heavy trucks talk. He's going to do, I'm not sure exactly what, but something else on heavy trucks. And if we're going to talk Rex later, he's going to, not at PSB, excuse me, not at PCAR seminar, but at Rex, we're going to lay a truck over on its side again so he can talk about the workings underneath the truck, the air brakes and everything else without having to get on a creeper uh, is one of the plans for Rex coming up next April. I see on the schedule we have a guy named Eric Brown. I don't know really who that is. He's he's kind of a yeah. He's going to ruin know. the whole thing. Super <laughs> good things about him, but uh, so I think he's not personable at all. Really boring to listen to speak. <laughs> Ethics and report writing, or something like that, is what I've been hearing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do report writing. You know what? Actually, I am going to talk about report writing because let me just throw this out there and ruffle some feathers now, so that y'all can have something to look forward to. To if you come out there, um, can we please, please, for the love of God, stop writing reports like kindergartners and other people from like the 60s and 70s? Have you guys ever noticed this? I don't know if you have or not. Right. But as far as police go, God love them. Like I'm an FTO. So, you know, I deal kind of with this stuff and I teach at the academy. Um Police officers, like when we learned, if you guys all remember back when you were in your FTO program, right? I was trained by an officer who came on in the 90s, who was trained by an officer who came on in the 80s, who was trained by an officer who came on in the 70s or 60s, so forth and so on. What was the education level of police officers in the 50s and 60s? Pretty much, they just wanted big dudes that could beat the dick off people, right? And that was pretty much the end of it. That that was a that was the policing back in back in the I mean, because, you you know, you're talking back in the gangster days and, and prohibition and stuff. I mean, it was a whole different world. And, and that's we have carried report writing forward from then because that's how you were taught to do it. And so when I read recon reports, uh, little things like stop typing in the third person. It's totally fine. In 2022, you can put, I went to the scene and did this. You don't have to put this officer went to the scene and did this. Just uh, so frustrating. So frustrating. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I want to dive into ethics because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Um, there has been a rise lately. Not not saying any of the police officers, but I think the officers, at least if nothing else, need to be aware of it, um, that it, it's coming to a court near them. Uh, it, but a rise of people with no practical real world experience. They have never been on a crash scene a day in their life that now are holding themselves out to be experts in crash reconstruction. And they are coming into court with big budgets being paid to say whatever they are being paid to say. And we need to know how to recognize it, how to counter it and how to go on the attack against it. Um, because there is no place in this field for somebody who is going to come out here and be and, and write opinions 
that they are being paid to write. That is not what crash reconstruction is. I'm sorry if that ruffles feathers. Um, but that's my opinion. And, and, and you know what, we're going to start taking these people to task. So yeah, it's uh this is going to be kind of a hard hitting topic for me, at least. Uh, we'll see if we can get some people to walk out, but if they walk out, those are probably the people that we were talking about in the conference. And that's, that's been part of the theory of this seminar since the start. This was to take people from, okay, I just completed six weeks of training. I'm a reconstructionist and I'm an expert for the next 30 years. You can't, you can't do that in this day and age. So part of the theory of this seminar from day one has been to try to give guys good training so they can write better reports. So they can go into court against these storytellers. I'm going to be nice and not say liars for hire or the other words for them. That is a whole topic of one of our podcasts. Go back and watch it. That's a good one. (laughs) the, The guys that are paid to come in and tell a story a good portion of the seminar or the good reason for the seminar is to try to keep guys up to date on their training so that they can combat these guys that are coming in and, and getting paid big bucks to tell a story to try to get the the guy off of the charges. Yeah. You know that, and, and how to not accidentally become that person because sometimes, you know, when you're walking that edge of man, just one more little thing and I can get that felony over that misdemeanor. And, and it, it becomes hard sometimes to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm going to err. I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. And if all I can get is the misdemeanor, that's all I can get. And, and not step too far and pigeonhole somebody and ruin somebody's life that maybe doesn't need to be ruined. So, so how much, how much doubt do you have when you give them the benefit of the doubt? How much doubt do I have? I was- uh, Quite, quite a bit. <laughs> so I, I've started, I used to say that very regularly in classes and I've started saying, you might want to use terminology. Like I, I was conservative mm-hmm. on behalf of the accused or something yeah. because I've seen it happen once mm-hmm. when you say benefit of the doubt, the attorney says, Oh, how much doubt did you have? Right. So especially I'm when you got to prove your case beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. <laughs> and I'm, you I'm have trying doubt. to train myself to not say that anymore, to say I was conservative. Yeah, because if I say benefit of the doubt, a good attorney is going to say, oh, you had doubt, did you? How much? 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent. Yep. You know, and these are all topics that we're going to talk about, I think, that need to be talked. And it's the same thing. It's nothing more than if you think of use of force. Remember when we all went to the academy, because I think I'm at at least as pretty close to as old as most of you guys. I don't think I'm as old as Steve, but, uh, you know, um, so when we went the to the academy, did, <laughs> did they teach you guys weak, weak hand, strong hand back when we went? Right. Now it's support hand, dominant hand. Support hand yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's no such thing as a weak hand anymore in firearms. It's support hand. That's right. So, you know, same, same exact thing to Greg's point. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, that's going to be a good topic to, to try and get, because I'm not going to lie. Cops are not English majors. Uh, for the most part, some are. I actually know a few that have a master's degree in English. Um, and but you know what? That's I think we struggle. <laughs> we rock on the stand. Cops can speak on the level of jurors instead of preaching to them. But we have trouble conveying that in our reports. Um, and I think that needs brushed up just a little bit, just a little tweaks here and there. So yeah, I think that that'll be a good segment. But. Uh, but enough about me. Let's talk about another one of my regular guests and see if he's going to be there. Anybody from Jeff Mutart's team coming to do some testing this year? 
they're on some kind of project in France during the seminar, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But I talked to Lynn and some of their research assistants or, or their uh, associates are going to come down and do some testing. I do okay. not have details on exactly what yet, but they are coming down to do some testing. Okay. Yeah, I knew they were busy, and that's why I wanted to ask. Uh, yep. you, normally, him or Swaroop are always there, um, or Darlene or somebody. So, uh, you know, man, I, I tell you what, and just because I like to plug his business because Jeff's a friend of mine, uh, you know, but yeah, any chance you can get to uh, hear him, sp- that's worth 99 bucks right there, oh, just yeah. to hear him speak. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, really, any of these guys, Andy, I mean, shoot, I paid 99 bucks to hear Andy talk about his cats. <laughs> You know, it's uh, so, yeah, you know, um, who who else do we have? any of the uh, any of the other OGs from the field? Does uh, Dr. Dan or, or uh, John Daly come in by any chance? We do not have them. We've we had. Well, you've seen we've had John Daly probably four times over the years. John has been very good to us, but we do not have him on the schedule this year. Uh, we have an EDR update in the afternoon like we normally do. You have your choice of a class or an EDR update. Uh, we have a guy, I believe it's going to talk about simulations and crash investigation and tie into uh, the patrol vehicle positioning study. If you've been there within the last few years, you've seen that we've taken the, well, it wasn't really a Ford Motor Company study, but five engineers from Ford in about 2001 uh, did a study on how to position a police car on a traffic stop so as not to get hit as you're outside the car. And... They did a very thorough study and a lot of animations, and they did one crash test to confirm their thoughts. Um, I thought that maybe there should be more crash testing to prove this beyond computer simulations. In fact, at this point, 20-some-year-old computer simulations. So we have now, I think, nine or 10 crash tests, actual crash tests done in this position. We're doing one or two more this year. And... One of the speakers is going to talk about simulation programs, so at least the officers are familiar with them and know to ask for the inputs when they say, you know, the the expert on the other side, the guy that's telling the story says, look, it didn't happen the way you're saying. I did the simulation, and look, here's what it shows. Yeah. Okay, what are the inputs? Because I've been in a situation where I said, that's it couldn't happen that way. Let me see the inputs, and they never would provide them because they know they... They put whatever they wanted in there to make the simulation go the way that they wanted. Now, and and Steve, I'm not I, I'm not belittling your knowledge here at all. You are super duper smart. And we're on our show, even with uh, some EDR stuff. But but Greg, to me, has always been the OG of HV EDR stuff. Uh, any chance we're getting an HV EDR update or anything? We do not have that, but we do have one open slot right now. I've talked to someone. I uh, talked to two people today, actually, about that open slot. But that might be a real good one. Well, and I was just thinking because there's some changes coming out with pack cars, cutting out the heartbreak event and just yep. things like that that are coming out. Um, the, I just and and you guys that know, I think, far more than probably anybody else in the world what's actually coming out, because pretty much all the trucks are manufactured right here in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know if it's possible to get an HVEDR update. That would be man, that'd be so helpful to at least know what's going on in the world. Um, and then Steve, I don't know, uh, if you've talked to, uh, Tony Becker or not, but we just ran into that problem with the new Detroit diesels, the, uh, cables, uh, for them are different to download the CPCs. So Tony, Tony had to have Freightliner make him a special case. He's the only person in the world that has this cable right now to be able to do the, the, uh, uh, Detroit diesel five, the DDAC five. 
Oh. Um, the, yeah, the CPC wasn't communicating with the truck in a box. They had to build a whole new cable for him. That's so, good to know. That makes Tony a, a prized uh, holder there then. I, don't tell him, though. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need Tony running around here thinking that he's uh, <laughs> some big shot now or whatever. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah, there's just there's so many changes right now in the world of of the HVEDR stuff that I just yeah, I was curious. Um, I actually was being selfish. I wanted to take that class for myself. So, you know, if uh, if that's a possibility, uh, any any of you guys are a wealth of knowledge. I'd love to hear either any, any of you guys uh, speak on it. But uh, for the simulation stuff, just out of curiosity, and I have to ask because he's a sponsor of the show. Um, but uh, is it is it anybody from Virtual Crash that's doing the simulation stuff? He's not directly from virtual. Yeah. Wow. He's not directly from virtual crash, but that is the program that he uses. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's, uh, I, I don't know. Again, you know, speaking of trainings to go to, uh, went down to their, uh, uh small group training and, uh, that was the first time I ever met Bob, uh, pretty much the smartest person on the planet. Yes. Um, it's, uh, I was I was in shock uh, being able to pick his brain for three days and and listen to stories of the Large Hadron Collider and and stuff like it, it was it was interesting, but uh, but yeah. So I know anybody that you guys have though are going to be pretty much top of the people in the in in the industry that are going to come out. Um, who's doing the? Can we can we share who's doing the the uh, EDR update? Is it is Rick coming out or anybody like that? Or Rick is not. I spoke to Rick last week and and Rick. Said if it was in Gettysburg, that wouldn't be too far of a drive for him. But Erie's a little bit of a haul. He's got enough things going on. And he's, I think he might be slowing down on his conference presentations because it involves a lot of travel. Yeah. So some other guy named Andy Catman Rich or something like that. Uh, Andy's going to do a presentation. Andy teaches hand in hand with Rick very often, I think, the advanced EDR. So I'm sure as Andy does with everything, I'm sure Andy will do a. A great job on it for us. He actually, uh, we just had him out to teach our crash team there uh, and get them all certified on EDR stuff. So yeah, Andy's a wealth of knowledge. Um, that, no, that's great. But if you're going to have him speak at two topics, then we have to ask this next very important question. Is there a, an open bar night uh, after one of these nights? I've heard a rumor that there is a little restaurant slash bar right across the parking lot. Perfect. Good. Okay. It's in, it's in the same complex. It's walking distance like in Gettysburg. So it should be a a good fit. I've I've heard rumors that there may be something like that going Perfect. on. In, we in, like in, it. <laughs> and for a special feature, uh, I also I've heard a rumor. I don't know if this is going to be true yet or not, uh, but I heard a rumor there might be a live podcast show going on from the conference. Really. Yeah, if huh. uh, if we can make that go. Uh, so if you guys don't get a chance to attend, you're going to have to make sure that you uh, at least come listen to the speakers because we're going to be trying to grab them as they leave the lecture hall and, and have them at least tell you guys what you're missing if you didn't come so that next year you'll be sure to attend. Um, but yeah, so uh, to get people registered for this, though, let's dive into this. So what are our dates for the conference? And I, again, I'm, I'm doing this mainly for me for selfish reasons to make sure uh, make sure that I'm there. Uh, what are our dates uh, so I can make sure to, to uh, get my tickets and, and be there? October 24th to the 26th, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right, cool. So just a three-day, not a big deal, uh, open to active law enforcement, correct? Yep. And 
I believe uh, in the past, and, and tell me if this is different or the same, but in the past, you used to have your agency actually had to register register you, or at least your training, uh, our training commander had to send in everything for us. I think the way that it's set up on the website this year is you have to check a block that says, I, I certify that I'm active law enforcement or something like that, and then show your credentials at registration on Sunday night or Monday morning. Okay. Uh, on that question, though, with 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 it being for active law enforcement, and and I don't know, I, we may have in the past. Uh, I can't remember if I've run into them or not. Have we ever had anybody uh, international that comes? Can international police officers come? Yes, we have. Awesome. So we can get some. Oh yeah, I think we had some uh, some mounties that I met uh, once or twice that have come. Yeah, we, we get Canada regularly. Free, regularly. Can't, Canada, Very frequently, eh? yeah. We put my teeth in this morning. <laughs> uh, we had what uh, New Zealand, Greg. We had uh, what was the island guys? Yeah, Where are they Dominican from? What Republic's island? Been there. DR's been there. Uh, Cayman Islands. Sergeant Cayman Islands. Yes. Wait, Steve, did you just say New York? Oh, I said Dominican Republic. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I thought you said New York. I was like, um, <laughs> I mean, we could we could consider New York as its own, you know. We could. You're country. right. It could be its own country, basically. Yeah. Uh, we've had the Czech Republic. Uh, team from uh, Brno University over there. They were kind of like a like a NHTSA of the Czech Republic. I'm trying to think who else. We may have had one or two others, but those are the ones that, that come to mind right away. Yeah. So if nothing else, like I said, so realistically, you have phenomenal training for three days. And guys, I'm telling you, it's, it's better training than you're going to get really anywhere because it's so diverse. They're going to cover so many topics and all of the instructors, except for me, are the best in their field. Um, <laughs> I just like to hear myself speak. So that's all <laughs> I'm going to be the entertaining one. Uh, but uh, the, uh, yeah, the instructors out there are, are the best in their field. They are the experts. They're the guys that write the books, write the papers and, and the other people base curriculums on. So you're getting that you're getting the crash testing that's going to take place. And the team that you guys bring in every year to do it is phenomenal. They are second to none. Uh, the crash tests are just out of this world. Uh, and then you leave there with all the data from the crash test. Are we doing that again this year? That's always the hope. Yeah. So you leave there with a disc that has all the data on it from all the meters and instruments that you can plug into uh, your real world stuff. Uh, then you also, on top of that, get the the ability to uh, network with other professionals from all around the world that are going to come to this conference. So for 99 bucks, I'm telling you, for three days, that that's really the best deal out there. Uh, Eric, I'm going to add because we've been getting a lot of questions about it too. But as as in the past, we've had every year we're looking at it'll be um, approved for up to 24 Actar CEUs again once we get the 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 speakers finalized here. But that's always been uh, the same as we've done in the past when it was the PSP conference. You know, the speakers that we get and we've submitted to Actar, um, we've never had uh, any issue with the amount. So. Um, we're looking at 24, um, up to 24 well, it'll be, CEUs. It'll probably be 23 CEUs. because I'm talking. Uh, well, all right, we'll give you well, 23 and a half. We'll give you. <laughs> but guys, a lot of guys have been been asking whether there's going to be Actar CEUs because I mean they rely on this conference too to to get their their CEU allotment they need. Um, so we are looking at that again, like it has always been in the past. Yeah, and that's a huge thing. I mean, that's one of my guys that works for my company, Chris. 
he he gets all of his CEUs are done from the PSP conference uh, every renewal, and then he just has extras sprinkled in then from, yeah. from standalone courses that he takes. But yeah, I mean, your guys' conference just—it's huge. It, it really is. Um, great. And then so you mentioned there's hotels. Uh, is there going to be a group rate by any chance for the hotels? Yes, government rate ninety eight dollars a night. There's a Sheraton. Stop. $98 a night. That's crazy. Yeah. And, they're, and they're, the Sheraton is beautiful. The courtyard is very nice. It's the, the Sheraton Erie Bayfront and the Courtyard Marriott Bayfront or Courtyard Marriott Lake Erie, something like that. Like I said, they're both directly attached to the convention center. You don't, you have to walk outside, but it's covered from the one. And then there's a, there's a really cool glass sky bridge from the Sheraton over the little inlet that comes over to the convention center. Awesome. Love it. All right. So there you go. So we talked a little bit about all of the trainings that we're going to have that are the speakers that hopefully will be showing up. Um, the uh, We talked a little bit about the crashes that are going to be out there and how people are going to register for this and the dates. Anything else you guys can think of uh, that you want to get out there for everybody to hopefully get them excited? I mean, obviously, they're going to see your guys' smiling faces there. <laughs> That's always a big thing, except for Steve. We're going to make him wear a paper bag. So yeah, actually, that may entice people to come. Uh, we'll see. Hey, I'll just turn my video off now. <laughs> <laughs> now I can put an avatar directly on top of that when I do the nice. uh, editing. <laughs> we probably should mention the vendors. They help us out every year. Yes. yes. Let's talk about them for a little Who, What vendors do you have coming? Because uh, like I said, it, you know, obviously... I like to promote them because they're they're such a good part of this show and, and keeping uh, the, the podcast up and running and everything. But uh, Virtual Crash, I'm hoping, is going to be there. They're always my favorite to see. I don't have them signed on yet, but we're in talks with them. We're, we're still talking since we only announced this, what, two and a half weeks ago when we learned that PSP was not able to fund it. This has kind of uh, uh, come up quickly on us, but I'm still waiting to hear back from several vendors. But we have, I think, nine on board already. Since you mentioned Jeff Mutart, his company, Lynn's going to be down with Crash Safety Solutions, Carlson Software, Keystone Precision out of Eastern PA, uh, Forensic Mapping, Andy Klain, CFS, uh, Mike Selves and his group, Vector Forensics, Napars is going to come out. I just think I confirmed with uh, ZNF, and I apologize, I don't, I can't state their whole, they sell scanners mostly, ZNF scanners. Uh, Eltron may be there, I'm talking to them. So I think I got everyone on my list. We already have about eight or nine and still talking to two or three other people. So you'll be able to see software and equipment and things like that out there. And those are all great vendors. I mean, guys, you know, I always see questions on uh, like our the Arc Network uh, uh, Facebook group and things like that for software. And I think every software that you just mentioned that's going to be here are pretty much who gets recommended on there. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want a chance to come out here and look at some of the software and, and the hardware that guys are using. Uh, this is a great place to do it. Um, the uh, the other cool thing, too, that I like about your conference is after the crash tests in the past, you have your guys as troopers with your guys outfit. PSP's outfit is very well equipped um, when you look at it compared to other states or especially smaller cities. Um, and you guys have a ton of equipment from robotic total stations to laser scanners to drones. And, and you know, Steve, I, we were talking to you about, uh, you know, in, in an episode coming up here of using uh, um, GoPros Go to do Pro ground cameras, scanning, yeah. um, all of this stuff. So, you know, after the crashes, are you guys still planning on on letting your guys as troopers kind of run wild and and document scenes and everything else that are out there so that guys can can get a chance to see some of this stuff in action? 
I don't want to speak for Greg, but I think, yeah, I think that's the, the, the plan at least to get some hands-on experience like we have in the past with the different techniques and, and equipment and, and software that's out there. Yeah. yeah you know, good... and, and what was, what was huge for us. So when I started out, you guys were actually the first conference I came to out of reconstruction school. And uh, so, you know, my department gives me a total station. I had no clue what a total station was none. Like they're like, here's this piece of equipment. I'm like, cool. Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know? So I lug it over to the conference and I see your troopers all setting up everywhere. And, and they're, they're using their total stations to measure these crashes. And I just happened to ask one, I'm like, dude, what in the hell are, are you guys doing? Like, I don't know how to get this thing up and running. I, I've tried to read the instruction manual and everything else. And there is always somebody there that is willing to step away and say, Hey, you know what? It's, it's not a big formal class, but at least let me show you enough to be dangerous and, and kind of at least get you up and running. So if you guys are new to this field, this is where the rubber kind of meets the road come out here because if you have questions ask there is no reason to leave this conference with unanswered questions there are you have such a concentrated collection of experts somebody's either going to know or if they don't know they're going to tell you who to call to get the answers you need i i think that's one of the things we tend to overlook is we always put the emphasis on the the phenomenal speakers that we have come to the conference and the vendors that bring you know, just this great amount of, of new technology and software and equipment. But the attendees themselves bring such a huge amount of knowledge and experience. I mean, that's the whole point of, you know, this conference is to allow guys and gals to, to network and, and really learn from each other. I mean, like we were just talking about, I mean, I, I always for the last several years have been mapping the crashes afterwards with one of the drones. And I've had all, every time I've always had a small little group of people that have been, you know, kind of hovered around learning a little bit because their department is looking to get a drone or they just got one and they don't know how to, you know, they don't even know how to get it off the ground yet. Or, you know, and that's the fun of, of this conference is being able to network and, and teach people like that. Yeah, you know, they get a, a great deal of information from the speakers, but they get a lot that I think gets overlooked from each other. And well, that's one of the big reasons to show up at a conference. If if your game, I'll I'll lay this challenge out there for you. Uh if you're game for it, uh, I will bring the the new GoPro setup with the Doka pole and everything that, that we've been kind of practicing with and playing with. So uh, after the crashes, uh, I, I was going to scan the vehicles and the scenes with the GoPro camera and mm -hmm. on the Doka pole. And uh, if anybody wants to come out and see how we're doing this, because we, we talk about it in an episode of this podcast, come out. Uh, you're more than welcome to walk around with me again. I'm not, I'm not certifying you on it. You're not going to leave with a certificate or anything. Um, but if you at least want to get some information on how we're doing this stuff and see it in action, because you hear us talk about it on these episodes, come out more than happy to walk around with you and show you, show you what we're doing and uh, show you how to spend your money. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Bill's the best at spending my money. So, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, he'll be more than happy to spend, help you guys spend your money too. How much um, did I cost you guys after our last podcast? <laughs> what's uh oh my god yeah so after we get done and and this you know so phil texts uh steve and he's like hey man send me a list of everything we need and so steve sends him a list of everything off amazon so it was really easy for phil to put it together put it in my shopping cart and said hey get on amazon and pay for everything in your shopping cart so yeah it uh it is what it is sounds like my wife yes i got a wife too between her and phil it's it gets yeah. daunting sometimes so having you three on here with me tonight actually is a nice break uh, 
Absolutely. Still, he watches and, the episode. <laughs> and and to expand on C's point a little bit, I mean, we, Greg and I have been reviewing the 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 uh, evaluations for years after the seminar. You know, we put them out in different ways, and uh, as as we're going over them, I can't say I mean we've come across that have said, you know, I actually learned just as much uh, or even more uh, after uh, after hours or after the crash test. You know, in the roundtable discussions, in the in the uh, you know those camaraderie sessions that you mentioned in the top of the show. Uh, you know, just the, the ability to let your hair, hair down and talk to other guys uh, in the field. And, and the nice part is, you know, no rank. Uh, you might be talking to a chief of some department that, you know, that got buying power. You know, he, he's going to give you his honest opinion on uh, items they purchase. You might be talking to a new guy, uh, you know, like yourself, you know, showing up with the, the total station, doesn't know how to use it. Uh, and, and just the, the interactions amongst the group uh, in, in the other times of the seminar is really the, the hidden value uh, amongst it all. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hoping for any of the Ohio officers that listen to this, uh, you know, especially the ones that have been coming up through my training pipeline, uh, you know, for the reconstruction stuff. Everybody always asks why we don't have a conference in Ohio and when we're going to host one. The answer is never. Uh, (laughs) I will never host a conference in Ohio. Why host one when these guys put the best one on right next door? So for everybody that has asked me when Ohio's conference is going to be, my answer to you is I'll see you in October in, in Erie, Pennsylvania. So and we moved that's, it closer. that's the one we go to. We moved it closer for you. We moved it to Erie so the Ohio guys could come. Oh, yeah, I know. It's yeah, right. Erie's hour and 45 minutes for me. So that's super close. Uh, and I'm actually teaching recon during your guys' conference. So I'm bringing in a guest, guest instructor to uh, cover my two days to, to come to your conference. So uh, I'll at least be up there Monday and Tuesday. But uh, so if you guys are coming to the conference, make sure you stop by, say hi to me. Uh, you know, I'd love to, to get a chance to talk to you guys. And I'm going to use this as a scouting attempt to uh, get more people for the podcast. So when you guys come to the conference, please come with some ideas and stop by where you see our table set up at. And, and me and Phil will be sitting there talking. I don't know that Phil will be there. I might have just lied to you all. I'll be there. Um, I'm going to try and find somebody better than Phil. That's not hard. Um, and uh, maybe I'll just bring my crash dummy. Uh, but uh yeah, stop by. And if you guys have ideas for the show that you guys want to see for things coming up in 2023 or more guests, I know uh, we get a lot of great reviews, uh, you know, when Steve was on and we were talking about the EDR data and, and wait until the Pix4D series drops. We have a whole series coming up on Pix4D, how to use it, how to map with it, and then put it into virtual crash. And then I have Conley Woods coming on, uh, the, the, the man behind the curtain. He's like the wizard uh, behind the curtain. Bob's like the floating head in the smoke. And uh, I think Conley's the one behind the curtain, uh, or maybe I have that backwards. I don't know. We'll see which one's more pissed off about that comment to figure it out later. But uh, yeah, so we have a whole series of that coming up. Uh, it, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we got some of the guys from actual Pix4D coming on to uh, to talk and everything. So um, if you guys have ideas or things you want to see, let us know. Um, you know, and, and we're more than happy to get those on in the 2023 series, uh, and then. If there's topics that are piquing everybody's interest, I'll pass it on to you guys uh, for possible conference editions in the future. So, you know, it's kind of a good way to keep our fingers on the pulse of, of what guys want to see. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of people that are out here to make money teaching uh, in the reconstruction field. And, and I'm not saying that that's bad, like at all. I, shoot, I teach classes and get paid to do it, um, you know, but for a for a, a law enforcement specific uh training conference um you know this this is a good way to keep our thumb on the pulse of of what you guys want from a, a law enforcement community and what you need and what you feel like you're being left out of maybe by your departments or your states 
um, things that you guys can't get. Uh, we may be able to help you guys out here on the East Coast. Uh, like I said, you know, PSP has always been uh, man, they, a, a phenomenal group to, to help out anybody that needs it. So it pains me to say that about Pennsylvania, but their police at least are pretty top notch. So it, uh, yeah, um, guys, so any, any final words of wisdom, I'm going to let you guys take it. I'm not even going to add to this because there's nothing I could add that could even, uh, try and, and compete or, or be on the same level as you guys. So Mark, I'll tell you what, we're going to let you go first and we're going to save Greg for last because I feel like he should have the hardest segment. So if you guys steal his idea, he's going to have to come up with something on the fly. Now, I would just reiterate what, what you kind of been saying all along. You know, if you haven't been there, you know, this is the year uh, we're kind of in a transition uh, with things uh, where we were, we're always striving to make it better. Uh, and we, we'd love to have you out there. Oh, you know what? On that real quick, because I saw it come across just our, our internal chat here as we've been recording. Uh, are you going to have T-shirts this year? Yes. And that's right. I actually did send you the link to that. I thought that was the one for the registration. That was not. So uh, the link that I found was actually to purchase the T-shirt. So I'm sure you can add that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, to, to the list of stuff. Is it going uh, to be the P-Cars logo instead of the Pennsylvania State Police logo? It will be a P- cars logo yes okay because again that it, it always gives me a weird rash whenever i put the pennsylvania state police logo on my chest <laughs> on my t-shirt i don't know what it is it's weird it's it, it like i take it off and the ohio flag is underneath of it as a rash it's super weird i don't know so odd we want to get that checked out <laughs> so yeah um Perfect. No, I love it. Yeah. And, and actually the, the t-shirts are really good quality. So yeah, I'll make sure, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to throw that link on there. Also guys, make sure that you're buying these shirts to support these guys. Like I said, they put so much time and effort into this. How long have you guys been planning for this conference now? Uh, cause it, let me guess you, you probably have put what easily six hours into planning for this <laughs> a day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So when, when do you guys actually start planning towards the beginning of the year? Probably the, the day after the conference the day after the last before. one. Yeah. That's that's wild. And, and it shows it really does. I mean, with the 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 amount of of everything, the professionalism and, and how smooth the conference goes every year, it shows it shows how much time and effort you put into it. So, you know, guys, if you're listening to this, even if you can't make the conference, do these guys a favor and click on the link and just buy a T-shirt. If nothing else, buy a T-shirt and support these guys. They are out of this world. The, the amount of work and everything that they do for for the reconstruction community is second to none. Um, you know, and, and help these guys get out here and, and keep this going uh, for law enforcement. If nothing else, you know what? Us poor officers from Ohio need it. So uh, help us get training so that we continue to be able to do our jobs. Um, so, Steve, uh, take it away, man. What's your final takeaway? And then we're going to we're going to go over to Greg here for his final word of wisdom. Well, I, I don't want to steal Greg's thunder because yes, you do. He won't know. He won't know what to say then. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking forward to being able to see everybody again this year. I know the last two years have been an issue. One was canceled, then we went virtual, then we were PA only. I'm excited that we're back to being open up to you know across the country and international. I can't wait to see everybody again at the conference. You know, it's going to be a little bit different brand, but it's the same. The same people the same minds running the conference organizing the conference so it's going to be the same great conference that we've had for the last two decades it's just you know a little bit different different name and a different venue this year but um you know definitely you know we want to get as many uh, guys and gals to be able to get there and network together because like i said i mean that's the big place where we everyone starts to learn is to network um 
and just you know put those dates on the calendar. Remember, it is Monday through Wednesday now. That's not a mistake. Instead of Tuesday through Thursday. So yeah, that, that Monday through Wednesday, the 24th through the 26th of October. So, and I will, I'll get you the uh, links to put on the YouTube. Yep. Perfect. That'll work. All right, Greg, we have been waiting for this moment. Uh, if you've listened to our previous episodes, we may have mentioned this mysterious person from Pennsylvania that whose name starts with S and ends with an Allenberger. Um, so now the masses actually get to hear from you so lay it on us what do you have for us that you're looking forward to or that these guys can expect to come out and cut to the conference well a couple of things you at the beginning of this you you said something about us being the best and i appreciate that we we try to do a good job and i hope that it shows and and since pez is on here i got to give him credit you know he they jokingly said the day after the last seminars when the planning for the next one starts and that's that's not quite accurate. Normally, the night of the last day, we sit yeah, down and right. Pez leads an after action report. And we say, look, what did we do wrong? What did we do well? What can we do better moving forward? And then we start the next day and move on. And, you know, we just try to refine every year. If we do something wrong, try not to do that the next year. Steve did steal a little bit of my thunder there. I'm very anxious to see everybody coming back. It, it hurt me a little bit last year to stand up and in PA only after we've had so much support from so many guys from so many states and other countries even coming to this it hurt me to stand up there and realize that there were a hundred guys or 150 guys that wanted to come that that couldn't come and that that absolutely was not our choice that's you know the law enforcement world that's what came down and that's what we had to deal with but I'm very excited to see everyone there and to to jump on something that was said five minutes or so ago what I really love about this is, yeah, we try to do our best during the day to bring in top-notch, world-quality speakers and very good crash testing. Brad Muir's team almost always hits exactly the way they tell you they're going to. They they rarely ever disappoint. I don't know that I can say I've ever seen them disappoint with the crash test. They always do a good job. But as Pez mentioned, I've had several guys come to me over the years and say, look, the seminar during the day is great. But I learned just as much, and I get to hang out with all these officers from different states and even different countries in the evening. I've had so many guys come up to me and say, it's just the atmosphere here, that it's all law enforcement. I learned during the day, and even learn and relax during the night. It's, it's just the total package, sort of, is what we try to put together and just try to do our best in, in putting out a good seminar for guys. Yeah, and so, you know what, like I said, I, I, I know I can't throw a comment out there that would even uh, compare. But let me throw this offer out there and, and we'll kick it around. And guys, I'm telling this is not a promise. If you're listening to this episode, I'm going to try and convince Greg and, and Steve and, and Mark here to uh, take me up on this. But I can't promise anything. But if you come and you bring a bottle of bourbon from your hometown, oh, I will try my hardest to bring and and possibly do a little social time with everybody, a little choir practice uh, specific to some bourbons. And maybe we can share and and sample from everybody's hometowns and just kind of see uh, see what's out there. But like I said, it's not a promise. I'm just going to try and talk these guys into it. <laughs> so, um, guys, I really, really appreciate your time tonight to come on the show. Um, like I said, I know it was super nice to not have Phil here, but even better, though, to get the three of you on here in his place. Um, and, you know, we just, again, can't thank you guys enough for all that you do for the community and putting this conference on and the amount of work that you do. Uh, hopefully we get a ton of support this year. 
Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys here uh, in what a month and a half. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the day, guys. As always, if you have a case that you want us to review for free or you just want to connect with us, jump on over to CrashTechReconstruction.com. Also, remember to follow us on Facebook at Crash Tech, the Expert Angle Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our show and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. And finally, remember to always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day, everything we do is for that.